We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. it over again yeah probably because i see stone cold is falling over already <laughs> yeah man these it's light uh, workouts bro yeah man yeah what's good brother everything is good man i can't complain uh been busy with playoff planning mm-hmm. things like that so and you know i'm a hooper so yeah man yeah i uh it's funny the last time i saw you i think we played ball at astoria park and uh, my friends were so mad at me. They're like, bro, you're not that bad, son. But he's like, "What's? why are you playing like that? Like, what about <laughs> me? And, yo, I like to say, I don't play ball much, obviously, like you saw. But for someone that plays, like, once every six to eight no, months. You're right. You're good. You're good. But, like, I'm missing layups and shit. Like, that's something called for. It's you all in your head, though. Yeah. But I can tell that you're, like, very athletic. Like, yeah. you're all American. So yeah. You, you <laughs> I like it. that. Thanks it. for you putting me over. Now, if it's a football field, mm-hmm. that's a different ball game. I need to see you out there because I see your pictures and stuff. Man, so. I'm. Kind of the truth in that league, bro. Quarterbacking. Wow. So, are yeah. you more Aaron Rodgers? Or nah, you, nah. Uh, I'm Drew Tom Brees. Brees. Oh, I'm Drew right. Brees. That's okay. that's my player comp. I got you. I'm under six foot. Don't got the biggest arm. Very accurate, though. Mm-hmm. Some throws come out a little slow. Gotcha. Ducks. My friends <laughs> like to cut my ass. They're like, yo, how you zip one? And then the next mm-hmm. one is coming out all wobbly and shit. But, uh, yo, the Watch Club is taking off, man. I see yes. Durant's putting it over bro, and shit. It's taking off. Like, you, you know, got a little sponsors idea. also. I know. A little idea that just came um, during the pandemic, and now it's exploded to its own thing. Hell, so, yeah, man. That shit is cool, so dope. Man. And I see more and more people in the pictures. Yeah. We play football on Sundays in the morning at the time that you're playing. And uh, I definitely want to stop by, bro. I need you to stop by. That shit is so, that shit is yeah. fire. Hey, man, uh, I always love talking to you about this stuff. And also, in particular, on this one, like you were saying, you're super busy. But you mm-hmm. were like, yo, I'll be there. No problem. So I appreciate your time no for real. Uh, let's get into it, man. We're going to preview a little bit of the first round. And I want to everyone's giving out their predictions and whatnot. And I want to be just a little bit different in the sense of we're going to run through each series We'll pick winners at the end mm-hmm. and, you know, in five or in four, yeah. whatever it might be. But I really want to spotlight with each series a storyline because I feel like it's a very compelling first round mm-hmm. of the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like this might be the 
tightest first round mm-hmm. in a, that I can remember. Yeah. I know the bubble is a little weird because there was no home court advantage, but I think just as a whole, I think we'll see a lot more game sixes and Come sevens. On, you, in like this. you have the Nets as a seven seat, so you already know it's, right. it's a tight one. Right? So. Yeah, for sure, man. So how you feeling about the playoffs? Just, just offer it. Yeah, like you mentioned, I think it's gonna be like one of the tightest ones. Uh, a lot of games are gonna go to game six and sevens, um, and I feel like we're past like the Warriors run and like that dynasty run, and it's like open for anyone. Mm. So. I asked uh, my guy Combo was on the show last week. It, off the top of your head, how many teams you think realistically can win a championship mm, this year? That is a good question. Because I feel like there's wow. four. I think there's Who's four. That? Who's that four? The Suns, the Bucks, the Nets because of the star power, and I would put the Heat. I'll add the Celtics and Warriors to that. So okay, and make it six. But you agree with those teams yeah, that I mentioned I agree. too? For sure. There are a couple of teams that we didn't mention that I'm very fascinated by. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, for me, I think there's a lot of storylines coming into this one. What series do you want to start off with? Well, I'm down for anything. You want to start with Eastern Conference? You want to go East? Let's do it. Let's go East. Okay, let's go with... Now, we're not going to talk about the playing games mm-hmm. that much as far as like who the opponents are going to be. Because, like, yo, do you even like the playing game? I love it. I think it's fun. Um, like Towards like the end of the season, um, it gives guys... A reason to play like play harder um like before it was like especially like working in the business is like you're like inching and like walking towards the playoffs and like everyone's basically dead but now it brought back some life yeah and you also think teams probably don't tank as much now because they true. had a chance that's true it eliminates that i think mm-hmm. that's why it's a little bit more compelling i like it because like I'm not a college basketball guy, but I love the urgency of like one and yeah. done, right? You mm-hmm. see Kentucky lose to St. Pete, shout out your boys, right? Know, That's your guy. guy Yo, who was that? My boy, uh, Steven Cruz. Um, we are old college buddies, uh, but he was like one of my best men in my wedding. So, oh, shit. Yeah, one of my best friends. And he's like always been into coaching, but now he's like trying to find his foot in like the D1 area. Um, so he's the director of basketball operations for St. Peter's. That's and dope as hell. It's crazy because like no one expected that run, no, but no now it's like awesome. Um, but we were preparing to go down to New Orleans like just to support him for like the Final Four, but fortunately Damn, they lost that to UNC. Been so lit, so, bro. Yeah, I saw you guys tagging them after the first rounds and uh, going into the Sweet Sixteen. And then after I started connecting the dots, also, like, I'm a super creep on social media. So I was like, oh, shit, he was in. I was like, oh, damn, that's his guy. That's dope, man. That was fun. Yes. That was fun. I made some money on them against Purdue. Mm-hmm. You know, degenerate. Yeah, my, <laughs> my friends are like, yo, that's a lot of points, whatever. But that was cool, man. Shouts to him. All right, let's talk about the East. Um, to me, the Bulls and the Bucks. I know we said that some series are going to go lengthy. Mm-hmm. I think this one is done and in four. I'll say five. Yeah. I'll, I'll say five. Um, yeah, it's just with Chicago. I just don't see them. I haven't seen them enough, and I don't think anyone can compete with the Bucks yet. Yeah. It's like, DeMar is, has been awesome this mm-hmm. year, Zach, but like they have no answer for Giannis. Yeah. You know, the thing that was interesting about Chicago, and I think one of the big storylines for me for this series is, yo, we're really on this Bucks run the last four years. That, yeah, they've won one title. And, I mean, I would do a lot for the Knicks to win one mm-hmm. title. But, like, the Bucks have been, depending on how this season ends, if they were to win another title, 
this five-year run they've been on, bro, yeah. is wild, mm-hmm. right? You're talking about they've been the top seed. I believe they have the most wins over that span. Uh, they go to the bubble, which was a wacky season mm-hmm. because they were really hell-bent on getting that one seed, so everything got to go through Milwaukee. Yeah. And then they lose to Miami. They come back. They have the Durant foot-on-the-line mm-hmm. game, right? And everyone's still kind of selling them short sort of disrespected too, like, ah, you only won it because Harden went down or Kyrie went down. Harden wasn't 100%, excuse me. And then you're looking at it and this team with the Bucks, I just feel like in a weird way are still kind of under the radar. Yeah, no one respects them for yeah, some reason. Um, it's strange. just because, I don't know if it's, if it's a Giannis thing, but, you know, they don't have like a Stephen Curry or like a LeBron, like a name that like literally like pops and like, you know, Giannis is a superstar, but people don't look at him like that. I feel icon. like he's too nice. Yeah. Even though he has like a little bit of nasty in, it, in him Well, now, his game. His game yeah, does. Yeah, his game but does. I'm talking about like even the but, reporter was asking him. I saw some video. They asked him about uh, winning the scoring title mm-hmm. potentially. He's like, yo, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to win a championship. You know, there's other guys who are like, you know LeBron wanted to get the mm-hmm. scoring title, especially when the Lakers flamed out. And you look at some of these other guys that are really stat-driven. And to, to me, Giannis... It could be because like he is European also. Yeah. There's something about the Bucks as a whole that they have a lot of like Drew Holiday was always underrated. It's too. like the Spurs. Like right. back in the day. It's yeah. like they're very consistent, but <laughs> they're not ever gonna like pop off and like they're not gonna be someone's favorite team. Unless That's you're from Milwaukee. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So I just think like the big thing for this series for Giannis is like if he wins the championship the argument has to be made is that he's the best on earth. Mm. So, Who would you say it is right now? I mean, KD. KD, like, right? No one can stop that man. Yeah. But if Giannis wins again, like you have to, you have to put him up there. Yeah, man. It's such an interesting debate because I feel like Durant, Durant had that y'all must have forgot game. We were talking about it with Dylan a couple of weeks ago, uh, and, and I'm gonna bring this game up in particular mm-hmm. throughout the whole playoffs. That Thursday night game against the Sixers. Yep. Like they were in their bag. They went. Uh, we call that a soul snatching mm-hmm. performance by Kyrie. Like just like took the soul out of, I think Sixers fans out of Harden, the organization, and Durant also. Anytime these conversations pop up, and because he's missed time the last couple of years, he did that shit where he left and went to Golden State. Some people were sour mm-hmm. on it. It's like, dude is a hooper to yep. like the highest mm-hmm. degree. And when it comes to getting a bucket, I don't think there's anyone better than yeah, him. Yeah, like he really loves the game. You like you could tell, and like he knows all his spots. He like mastered that craft. Yeah, and now he's, he's popping off anyone. to fans too. Exactly. Let's hold off on Durant. Let's get back to this <laughs> series though, because that that's another good one too. But with Chicago, like all year, I remember in the in the beginning they started off so hot. They were the one seed, mm-hmm. and a lot of people would hit me up and be like, "Yo, how come they're thirty to one to win the title?" It's like, well, the one thing that happens with a lot of sports books and in gambling is until you're proven. They're not going to respect you. Yeah. Like the Lakers had better odds to win the title than like Miami, the Bulls, uh, close to the Sixers, even like as far as a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, they might be in the playing game, but you have the cachet of LeBron, the Lakers, yeah. AD. You've seen these guys perform. It was the same shit in the past when like those years that the Spurs would get in as like a four or five seed. It's like they're still the favorite to win the mm-hmm. West. It would be like them and the Kobe Lakers because we've seen it. And that was the thing with the Bulls. Like yeah. they have a lot of guys who kind of unproven in the playoffs or have just had those horror stories like the Rosen with the Raptors, right? Top seed mm-hmm. and they're getting swept by the Cavs. 
Yeah, I, I like them a lot. Um, it's just that they don't have enough, um, like, to go against, like, the Eastern Conference, like, juggernauts, like, you know, like, the Bucks or, like, even the Nets. Um, like, even the Heat. Yeah. They're, like, deep. Like, I can't see Chicago beating them. Yeah, and also Chicago, they got snake bit. They got a lot of bad mm-hmm. injuries all at yeah. the same time, too. Mm-hmm. Like, cluster injuries is what is what they call in, like, the sports betting world, too. It's like when one position group, usually in the NFL, like, if all your wide receivers go down, it's like, damn, you got cluster injuries there. Yeah. But also in the in, in the NBA, like, a lot of their guards that went mm-hmm. down, right? It was Lonzo, it was Caruso. Yeah, Lonzo's out. Officially. And then Levine was, like, yep. in and out. I know, like, prior to the All-Star game, he wasn't playing much. And then in the All-Star game, he comes back. So... Yeah, they got ravaged by injury. That's why I feel like DeRozan, he don't do it for me. I'm not a DeRozan oh, guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's something wow. about it. like Why? Because he doesn't shoot threes? <laughs> well, no, it's not just that. Because like, I'm a, I'm a fan of just like getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Like To me, I want you to just score. It, now, I, I get it. The three is worth more than two. Everyone knows that. But I'm a believer. Like If I could score, I'm going to take the points every time. Yeah. And so I'm a fan of the mid-range. Like, Chris Paul kind of brought that mm-hmm. back, right? Yeah. Like You're always going to get the two. The thing that drives me the craziest, bro, is when they're on like a four-on-one fast break and they're pulling up from three. Like those are mm-hmm. just driving me crazy. And always like when it's uh, down two with like 20 seconds left, it yeah. got to be a step back three yeah. for the gram, right? Like everything's on mm-hmm. social media. But with DeRozan, the thing that irks me is I feel like if you don't have the three-point shot in your game or something you're comfortable with taking, I feel like you're kind of limited in the sense where it's easier to game plan around. That's why, like, with Giannis, all he had to do was just have you think he would take the three. And then Mm -hmm. it just makes him even more impossible to stop. I don't know. Like, I see what you're getting at. Um, But I think DeMar's, like, more than that. He's, like, been a facilitator. like For them, yeah. For sure. Like, he's filled that area, even with Lonzo gone. Um, But, yeah, he comes up clutch. So I respect Demar's game, but I, I see what you're saying though. That's true. He has been super clutch, and especially this year, like he's in the discussion for a guy who some people I think would. I mean, the the MVP is long and gone yeah. past him, mm-hmm. but he was a guy who had a breakout year. I would mm-hmm. say, despite being in the league for so long. Yeah. What do you got this series in? Bucks and five. Bucks and five. Yeah. Now the Bucks did sweep them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like Chicago game three, they could steal that. Crowd will be behind it. They'll probably, you know, keep the whistles mm-hmm. in check kind of thing. There are a lot of conspiracies mm-hmm. in the betting world and stuff. People being like, yo, they swallow the whistle or they're not blowing it, whatever it might be. Yeah. And letting them, you know, catch up and make the game close. But I think in four, man. Four? Like, I got to respect the Bulls at least. You know, they have Caruso. Um their second round pick, uh, Ayu Dom. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not going. We call him Ao. Yeah, Ao. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he's been really good. Uh, you got Levine, who's like hungry, and like mm-hmm. you know, he's in a contract year as well. Uh, oh, I do like that. Yeah. So and then you have Nicola at the center position. Um, Patrick, uh, is it Graham? Oh, Boone. No, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams, yeah. My yeah. bad. Uh, he just got came back from injury, um, so I gotta respect him a bit. Okay, okay, but still, I, I think four or five is how it goes. Mm-hmm. I think Milwaukee is they're just better across the board yeah. too, and they got that guy that could just dominate in all mm-hmm. sense. Uh, all right, the next series I want to talk about is Raptors Sixers. <laughs> now. 
coming into the playoffs, when mm-hmm. I saw this was going to be the matchup, this was the one that I was like, yo, I could feel an upset. Yeah. But it's everyone's trendy mm-hmm. upset pick is Raptors to beat the Sixers. Now, Thibel can't play in Canada mm-hmm. because of the vaccine yeah. stuff. The big storyline for me is Harden and his legacy. Yeah. It's on the line, mm-hmm. bro. On it the line? Is. So, like, if he doesn't win, like, what happens? What Not do if think? he doesn't win, but I think you make that trade mm-hmm. to get to the finals at least, yeah. right? Because you've gotten well, you've gotten to the second round with this core of the Embiid guys, right? But I think you make this move, especially Daryl Morey, who he's he anti-process, in. right? He like, that in. dude wants established stars, yeah. get rid of these draft picks, mm-hmm. and hardens his guy going back to Houston. But I feel like you make this move. And if you're Harden, I've been on record so many times saying that dude just disappears in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Four for 18, five for 22. <laughs> you saw what Jalen Rose said the other day? What did he say? He was like, <laughs> his scoring um, totals, oh, like his shooting looks like tour dates instead of like, you know, like the oh, number. Oh, yeah, yeah, So he like shoot like four for 16, four for 17. He really so does, man. And and the reason why I'm, I'm so adamant about that is not only is it factual, it's also I've lost mad money on Harden in the playoffs <laughs> with the Rockets, like all the time. And he just has these performances, even going back to the Thunder throughout his time with the Rockets. I'll give him a pass last year because he was hurt. I feel like his best playoff performance was that game that he came back and he was hobbled in the Buck series, yeah. and they won that game where mm-hmm. he played like 40 minutes on yeah. the hamstring. He In that game, too, he shot like 2 of 11, whatever it was, but you just needed to be out there so the rank could do to be his a decoy. thing. Just be a decoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I respect him for that. But as far as like production, when the time comes and it's playoff time, he's a dude who just doesn't deliver, man. Yeah. But I have faith in the Sixers for this series. Like I'm not the biggest Sixers fan at all, um, but Embiid. Mm. He's like a the biggest difference maker in that. Thirty five and fifteen is probably beast. like yeah. like who's gonna stop him? Like I know they have like all these like big guys like wings. You got like Scotty Barnes mm. over there. You yeah, have but you ain't Siakam, but you like you're not stopping. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like that time, like they had Kawhi, and that's when it was like he's right. unguardable. Like you can't stop him. Um, but they don't have that guy anymore. And like someone like Maxi, you have Tobias. I know Tybo is gonna be out. Um, during the games in Toronto, but like when they back in right, right, right. Philly, so I think the series goes to six. So okay, Sixers. Interesting, because then that means that that game will be in Toronto, and then you won't have yeah. five ball there too. Yeah. Wow, yeah, you know, Embiid, Embiid's gonna get his. We know that, and that's my favorite thing about the playoffs. Like, I, I don't like to make picks on the regular season, like mm-hmm. game to game and betting. But I love, like, betting in series, betting in the playoffs. Because, you know, like, Durant's playing 40 minutes, bro. There ain't no resting for the next two. It's like, nah, you're running these guys to the ground. So you know what to expect. So I feel like the big names usually deliver. So I feel like Embiid's going to get his and do his. I like Maxi a lot, man. I think he's been a a blessing for them. And it was interesting. There was a team that was going to trade for Harden. um, But they wanted... Maxi. They wanted Maxi too. Mm-hmm. They wanted Maxi in that deal. No, not Harden. Excuse me. There was another deal that the Sixers were in. I think it was uh, for CJ, maybe, or mm-hmm. or maybe like the Dame rumors gotcha. at the beginning of the year. And Philly was adamant, like, "Yo, Maxi's 21, mm-hmm. 22 years old. He's still young." And a couple of games ago, he had like thirty. And you're like, "Oh shit, where'd this come from?" Yeah, I'm pissed because I had him in my fantasy team like to start off the season, and like 
he had some like you know he f- fumbled a bit and then I dropped him. And then as mm-hmm. soon as I dropped him, that's when he picked he goes up his off, play. right? I was like, damn, that's the worst, bro. And so. it, and you you kind of know that that's gonna happen mm-hmm. too. Like once you let him go, that first game he drops twenty, you're like, fuck, and then he's dropping <laughs> exactly. thirty and going off. But to me, I really think it's a hardened legacy thing, man. Not just this series. Like, y'all, the headlines, bro, you work, you work for SI. Mm-hmm. Headlines are going to be crazy bro. if the Raptors do exactly. beat them. Because think about, like, Doc Rivers. Historically, has had some bad outings. He's definitely going to be gone if he's, he loses. He's also blown the most 3-1 leads mm-hmm. in NBA playoff history. Yeah. So you got that. You got the, the process being blown up with, like, Daryl Moore. You got the Harden thing. And B's going to be tight. Like, yo, I just put it MVP season. Like, mm-hmm. is this what I'm going to be? Just a beast in the regular season and getting bounced? So I think Harden's legacy is on the line in this series and in the rest of the playoffs. Like, you got to get at least to the conference finals, yeah. bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And if you go out in the conference finals, it got to be like... like You have to be dominant. Yeah. <laughs> it got to be like some game winner in game mm-hmm. seven that goes down. Like, how, what happened with Kawhi? Yeah. You know? Like, it got to be a heartbreaking loss for me to validate this Harden. Yeah. Move. Like, they... They should win. They they have to. Like as you, he's facing a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm trying to like run through like a list of guys who's like facing it, and he's up there. I think he's number one. Yeah, he has to be because of the the trade that was made, mm-hmm. and just the way he handled himself in Brooklyn. Like this guy was so. <laughs> way he handled himself in Houston. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's lame, bro. You're mm-hmm. just gonna not show up to play because you're not. You, he mm-hmm. wasn't hurt. I always laugh at the video of him, like, right after he got traded. He was, like, running up the steps yeah. in the arena. It was like, all right, that hamstring yeah, is that's fine. A, yeah, hamstring is fine now, right? <laughs> Dylan was going off. I got Dylan. He's in that thing. He's like, yeah, look at him go. He, he's like, yo, he sent me some picture, and he looks slim. He's like, where was this? Exactly. So I think I think Toronto's a, a, a fun matchup because Toronto's really good defensively. Scotty Barnes, to me, is rookie of the year. I would mm-hmm. give him the vote because – Rookie of the Year, historically, it's, it's an award where, like, stats kind of drive it. So, team success, it don't really matter. But, like, Scotty Barnes, both ends of the floor, playing over 30 minutes yeah. for a team that he needed to be mm-hmm. playing for them, too. And he kind of grew up, like, throughout the season. And yeah. he got better and better each month. I mean, you can't go wrong with that pick. Um, personally, I have Evan Mobley because he's, like, just been consistent, like, throughout the right. whole year. And I think he's going to be a beast. But I think it's them two and Cade. Yeah, for sure. Like, you can't go wrong with any right, of those right, picks right. at all. Like, this whole draft class has been special. Um, so, yeah, you can't go wrong. Well, you got this series playing out. I'm going to go Sixers, six. Um, but it's going to be competitive. Like, the Raptors have, like, that six man, you know, at Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. <laughs> In Toronto, like that fan base is going to be tough, but I think um, Embiid and Harden pull it out. Well, they better hope they do because mm. like, <laughs> the media is not going to be kind yeah, to them. I don't want to hear Stephen A. Smith going off on Man, Harden. Man, everybody's going to be going off, and rightfully so too. Like this is this is the bed that you made. Mm-hmm. So if it don't work out, that that's going to be a you problem, you know. So. Again, I was coming into this wanting to pick the Raptors mm-hmm. in, in six. But everybody's on it. It's a little concerning. Yeah. I think I think Philly wins it in six also. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree with you on that. Gotcha. Celtics-Nets. Oh. Biggest storyline for me is Kyrie versus Celtics. Mm. All right. He's 7-2 and two since leaving Boston against them. Uh, a lot of pressure on him also in this Nets team too. Yeah. So Celtics, I don't want to say they strike me as a regular season team. 
But they kind of do. I feel like they're a team who Tatum has been amazing, and he was my pick at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. to be MVP. Obviously not going to happen, but this last three-month stretch, he's really like gone bananas. I think it's just too much, man. Like, you got Kyrie and Durant healthy. It's going to be too it's, much for you. But you got to remember, like, they have, like, that, though. Like, the Nets don't have that, what they have. Like, you know, Tatum, you have Brown, you have Marcus Smart, who might win defensive player mm-hmm. of the year. They made the trade for Derek White. Um, yeah, Al Horford. I know Robert Williams is out. But it's like that defense. They're the number one defense in the NBA. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot. There's offense versus defense. Yeah. Like personified so, this matchup. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but like my biggest storyline, like everyone's going to talk about the Nets, of course, like Kyrie and Katie. Like they should win. They have to win. Um, They're actually underdogs in this series. I, I know, but it's like right. a lot of people are expecting them yeah, to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but my biggest storyline is like this is for Jason Tatum. Like this is like the series that makes him him. Like, he wants to be one of the greats, you know, like, the way he models his game after, like, you know, the Kobe's of the world. And, like, he looks as, looks at himself as, like, on the same level as LeBron or a KD. Like, I think this is a series where he's like, give me the ball and I'm going to dominate and I'm one of you guys. I was reading this article and, and I feel terrible for not remembering who it was from, but it was a Boston guy who was at the All-Star game and he caught a conversation between Embiid and Tatum. And Tatum told him, yo, I hope you win the MVP this year. Because he's like, after this year, it's me. Mm. And, I mean, me as a better, that's what I'm I remember, hear. like, <laughs> I remember our preview uh, combo. And yeah. he was saying that Tatum was MVP. But I was like, uh, not yet. Not yeah, yet. yeah. Well, it was, you know, they, they ended up being a top three mm-hmm. seed, which was what you needed to happen. But I think the other guys just had monster seasons, yeah. too. Like, from a number standpoint. I know Tatum was up there, too. But I think, like, the other guys just affect the game in so many more different mm-hmm. ways. And then when you factor in, like, Jokic and a lot of, I don't want to call them journeymen, but he ain't have Murray, he ain't have Porter mm-hmm. either. And at no time were they in the playing game. Like, they were always going to be in the top six, which is crazy considering, yeah, how many guys in the league you take away the two their two sidekicks? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that, man. That's true. Like, you even saw LeBron, mm-hmm. who's, who's the goat of this generation. Yeah. Like. You take away AD and Westbrook's not anything what, like what he used to be. You're looking at it; it's not the same. Yeah, the Celtics got off to a bad start, so that's what kind of like messed up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember like we published a story like in December talking about like they're like going to be a lottery team, but now look at them. So they got off to a bad start, and that's takes away like the accolades. Yeah, that's like true because that. so, it's a start to finish kind yeah. of award. I think it's Kyrie versus the Celtics because he, he's a guy who, you know, he reads all the tabloids. He's mm-hmm. aware of everything that's going on, the conversations and how it didn't work out in Boston. And I think now with all the stuff that he went through throughout the season with not being able to play at all, mm-hmm. and then he's only allowed to play on road games, and now they lifted the ban here also. Which, by the way, bro, I feel like they did that because like, they got a chance to win a title. Well, I think they did it because of Yankees and Mets. That too, yeah. I don't think they cared about Kyrie at all. You don't think they cared about the Nets? Because no. they got a chance at a, at a parade? Yeah. Aaron Judge had to play baseball. Word. So they Word. had to. Another guy in a contract year too. Yep. But for me, man, it, it, it's Kyrie. Because I think Kyrie Kyrie might be my favorite player to watch in the league. Yeah. Most exciting player. Like He just has these quarters where he'll drop like 20. And it also seems effortless. Mm-hmm. 
and get into the cup he's my favorite and durant i mean we were singing his praises before but also i love drummond on their team yeah. i think he's gotten a, a second wind in his career because he's like playing backup to a couple guys the last couple of years and then Seth Curry, I think, is a game changer too. Yeah. Like he might be the most underappreciated player in the league. I mean, of course, because look who his brother his is. His brother but is, that's right? why. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you see, I'm not even concerned about Kyrie, KD. It's like I'm not even thinking about them. Cause I know they're gonna be like assistant. They're gonna do their thing no matter what. It's the other guys. Like Bruce Brown has to like continue to step up. Like he played his ass off against the Cavaliers. Yeah. Day. Um, so it's like Seth needs to hit his shots, like Drummond has to be like energetic and grab boards. Someone like Nick Claxton has to like um, grab boards as well and like just bring that energy that they need. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys. Well, like Patty Mills also. Yeah, Patty Mills. Yeah. Well, the thing I like about Patty Mills is that he's seasoned. Mm -hmm. Curry seasoned also. Like these guys have been in the trenches with some teams making playoff runs too. And it's also that old cliche of role players play better at home. Yeah. It's because when you're on the road, you're getting booed, hostile environments. Maybe those Joe Harris jump shots aren't dropping. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting. But I think I got to take, man. I think the Nets beat them in five. Wow. I'm not ready to go that far. That's Nah. I think it goes to seven. Yeah? Yep. And who you got? Nets. Nets? So yeah. game seven will be in Boston. Yep. I feel like home court matters in Boston. I think It matters, is... but when you have someone like Katie and Kyrie, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, it gets to a point where like it don't matter where you're playing that, mm -hmm. right? And those are the like, kind of guys those, that you those would want to yeah. go to battle with. Mm -hmm. Boston, no problem. Like you seen like what KD did. He hit that shot in the finals, like Warriors versus Cavs. He like went down, hit it right in LeBron's face. Bro, he did it back to back years. Yeah, back to back years. Yeah, seen what Kyrie did against the Warriors mm -hmm. in that game seven in 2016. So it's like they don't care. They don't care. That like, level, that hoopers. level of uh, of superstardom, they don't care what yeah. they play. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You got Nets in seven? Yep. I'm going to go Nets in five. Kind of a take, but I do think mm, I think the Nets can might handle them, man. That's tough. Uh, all right. So we don't know who the Heat are going to play. <laughs> but they're going to win in four or five anyway. <laughs> so the, the thing that I have here in my notes is it's a sweep if it's the Cavs. Mm -hmm. I could see it going six games against the Hawks. Hawks are a little feisty, man. They are. They are. And they've been there. You know, they mm -hmm. went on the run last year. You got a guy who could take over a game in Trey mm -hmm. Young, which is one thing I like looking at. They got the depth. And I just think if the Hawks make it, it's a six or seven game series. Where if it's the Cavs, it's like I'm betting Miami in four. Like I just think it'll <laughs> mm -hmm. be a, you know, we're happy to get there. We exceeded expectations. No team surpassed their win total more than the Cavs from what the sports books thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year to what it ended up yeah. being. And they also got ravaged by injuries mm -hmm. in the middle of the season as well, them in Chicago, because they were like a top three seed at one point, too, and then everyone got hurt. But that game is going to be on Friday. So I, that's how that's how I feel about it. Yeah. If it's the Hawks, it might go a little longer. Ultimately, Miami wins it, though. Yeah, the Hawks, I can see it going to five or six for sure. Like, you can't count out, like, Trey Young. He's just electrifying. Um, and after last year, like, he did it in New York, hostile mm -hmm. environment. Crowd was so he did him. to Lamelo and them yesterday. Yeah, and then well, he did it to mm -hmm. he did it to Philly yep. last year too. He's a guy, another guy who like yeah. At this point, I know he's still young, but like he don't he don't care where they play at. Yeah, exactly. Don't matter. So, but it's like for them, it's like the other guys as well. It's like a DeAndre Hunter has to step up, like a Clint Capella. I mean, he had like a career game in that yeah. playing mm -hmm. game, Hunter. That was that was wild. Yeah. So then, if if he could be consistent, then yeah, the Hawks could. 
probably beat anyone. <laughs> yeah, for so. sure. But Miami, right? Yeah, Yeah, they're deep. They're very deep. Bro, I don't know what's good with these chairs. My chair in particular, <laughs> it always just be sinking. Uh, all right, we got news right before we started recording a little earlier. Utah and the Mavericks. Luka's not going to play game one. Uh, I think that's massive. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's their best player. But I also feel like this series is... I don't want to say it's the most compelling to me, but I'm fascinated because I feel like the two stars in this series on either team, Mitchell and Luca, they're going to get a lot of heat, whoever loses this series. You see, I can see it for Donovan, for sure. I think it's too early for Luca. You don't think eventually, like, that honeymoon Eventually, it's going to happen, but not this year. Not this year? Not this year. Probably, like, in a year or two, everyone, like, you know, he has, has a new coach. Like, Jason Kidd just came. Um, and he doesn't have like that second superstar with him yet, so I don't think he's gonna get enough like you know that blame or like the media criticism as someone like a James Harden or like a Jason Tatum soon. Hmm. Okay, you swung me a little bit, but I still feel like there's gonna be people that are gonna be like, "Yo, he hasn't been out the first round," and if you're in that you know top five player in the league, you gotta yeah. be able to get out the first round at least. Western Conference is a lot better too, but. I feel like one of these two are going to get it bad. And I don't trust Utah at all in no the playoffs. One, no one does. <laughs> How could you? Mm-hmm. Right? How could you? And with Mitchell, there are rumors of him maybe being out yeah. and asking to be traded. I mean, I would love for him to come to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But until I see them holding the jersey, I made a promise to myself and from my mental health and, <laughs> and, and, and my soul. Until I see them holding the mm-hmm. jersey... I'm not falling for no traps, yep. no article, no rumor. No, he met with Dolan in the organization. He's come like nah. I need to see the jersey. Exactly, that would nah. be amazing. But nah, I can't see it happening yet. Um, but if they lose, oh man, it's it's gonna be a bad look for Utah because like Rudy, they're gonna have to make a decision between them those two. Mm. Like who has to go, or if they're gonna like deal both of them. You a Rudy over. guy? I'm not a Rudy guy, but. I respect I respect them now. Like way does. I feel like you're careful with your answers because you'd be interviewing them sometimes, <laughs> right? <laughs> so nah, nah, nah. Any Anytime I have Dylan on the show, he'll slander like Yeah, he'll like go years. in. He goes in and then when I finish recording I go, All right, so they're not gonna be on the show ever. <laughs> nah, I respect them though. Like he's a great defensive player. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, in the playoffs, it's like what are you gonna bring on the offensive side? And he's just been constantly you can exploit him. Yeah. There's teams that just make him like there. There'll be four or five minute stretches where you're like, "Yo, is he even out there?" Mm-hmm. Like he can't be your number one guy. No, he can't. Yeah, can't be. So, no. and I also have, I have a problem if my big guy is my number one score. I know mm-hmm. Rudy's not a scorer, but I mean, like in general, I feel like it's still like I need my wing. Yeah. Or I need my guard to be my number one go to get a bucket. Like I know mm-hmm. Embiid could back you down and do all that. Towns also could get a bucket, but if that's my go to guy. To throw it down low, and they got this. It just bothers me a yeah. little bit. But um, I think they're gonna get off easy in this series and like win in, in like five games. Utah, like, that is. Yeah, like it depends on like if Luca comes back for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I have to pick Utah in this series. Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to pick Utah because you you don't even know if it, when he comes back what it's mm-hmm. gonna be like. Like the calf is always a weird thing. Like I mean, it was Durant too, right? Like that's another thing. Durant when he was with the Warriors, it was a yeah. calf. Then he blows out his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the last thing you want to happen exactly. if you're Luca and the Mavericks. I feel like if you're Luca and the Mavericks, you kind of just 
he got hurt at a bad time. The worst time. <laughs> worst, yeah, absolute worst time. Might have to just not take the risk, man. But like, just send him out the series, or I mean, the way that injury looked, I thought he might have been done, honestly. Mm. So unless it's like two one, you're winning. Yeah. Or if it's like a 2-2 series, I get it. But if you're down like 3-1 at that point, mm -hmm. it's like, am I really going to jeopardize them to come out here to, what, drop 40 and lose potentially? Yeah. It sucks because, you know, he's had some, despite not making it out the first round, he's had some moments. Yeah, Luka's a gamer, though, so I can't see him, like, sitting out. I can't yeah, see he'll him, be like, out the there, whole right? series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm wilding for that. You're right. You're right. He'll be out there. But I got I got Utah and I think I think five also, mm -hmm. especially if Luke is out. That's yeah. huge, man. Like, who else is gonna get buckets from? Exactly, Brunson. <laughs> um, Dinwiddie kind of stepped up a little bit. Um, yeah, who else? It's like <laughs> Bertans. But I feel like happen. they're so Luca dependent on everything that yeah. they do. So without him out there, it's just devastating. Exactly. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Utah in five. The Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Yes, this might be the most fun um, matchup in the playoffs. Yeah. Like in the first round for sure. I'm fascinated by Memphis. Mm -hmm. I've been fascinated by them for a minute now, bro. Since like Ja Ja is amazing to watch. He's him and uh him and Kyrie might be my two favorite mm -hmm. guys, but like for different right? Like yeah. Ja is just a human highlight reel, mm -hmm. just throws it on people, jumps, no care for his body. Every time he does go up, like I know he had a scare in like December where mm -hmm. he landed and he's limping. I'm like, oh my God. Cause it, it reminds me a lot of like, he's like this era's Allen Iverson. I'm not comparing him to that, but I'm just saying like his mentality is like, you know, I'm not like the biggest guy, but like my competitive, like his mental makeup is like, I could beat anyone. I like and that. like, he's going to like aspire like his whole team to like, Step up and be like, yo, we could beat these guys. Remember when AI took his team yeah. to the finals? It's like Jaws doing like kind of the same. Even yeah. though this group is more talented. Nah, for sure. But I feel sure. you. And even when he's not out there, like, yo, yeah. they were 20 and four without him. Exactly. That's wild, bro. That's yeah. why I feel like Taylor Jenkins should be coach of the year. Mm -hmm. I know it's probably how I think it's going to go. It's probably going to go to Monty. Yeah. Because Monty should have won it last year. Mm -hmm. And you're the number one team, number one record. And a lot of times that, there might be some bias to be like, damn, yo, we really gave it a Tibbs. Even though it was a they great should, story with the Knicks, you should have gave it to Monty. Yeah. But Taylor Jenkins, I mean, that's been crazy. Mm -hmm. He was your best player for those games, and you're still dominating teams, and you're still winning. And they have a lot of depth. So for me, the storyline with the Grizzlies is they kind of remind me of the 2014-15 Warriors. Yeah, I can see that. Where when they went up against the Clippers, mm -hmm. it was that lengthy series. And then, then Kerr comes in and they go on this run, right? Now, I'm not saying they're going to have a dynasty run like that, but yeah. they have a lot of guys that remind, like Jaron Jackson Jr., kind of Draymond Greenish in a way, as far as like how versatile he is defensively. I love Desmond Bain. They got depth. Mm -hmm. uh, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, obviously. They don't got a Curry. Steven Adams. Steven <laughs> Adams, who my favorite thing about Steven Adams is like so many guys will like try to like tough guy mm -hmm. someone on the Grizzlies, and then Adams will just He's come like, in. He's like, just move them. Yeah. Like, all right, all right. That's <laughs> enough. So I wonder if this moment might be too big for them because this is mm -hmm. the first playoff run for them. I know it's the same. It's a nice draw that they got a team like the Wolves. Like if they would have gotten the young, Lakers. young, exciting team though. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying th that's another team who's not really battle-tested mm -hmm. in the playoffs. So as far as a, a great matchup for the Memphis Grizzlies, I think it being the Timberwolves. As opposed to if the Lakers would have got in, mm -hmm. you've got all these Grizzle vets, half-court basketball Memphis, they're one of the worst teams in the half court. They get a lot of their shit in transition, job running wild. Mm -hmm. And in the playoffs, it becomes a slower half court kind of offense. 
So to me, I think it's a dope matchup for Memphis in this first round. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, you know, because of like the history on like Minnesota side. Like Patrick Beverly, I traded to the Grizzlies, but he didn't play for them, so he went to the Timberwolves and like. You and saw he's already yapping. Already yapping. He got fined thirty k. Yeah. Which so. come on, bro. You <laughs> That's say, crazy. That was an authentic <laughs> yeah. reaction. Like we want these athletes to give you like when you interview an athlete, you want it to be transparent and be open, exactly. and be himself, right? And then when they give you that. Someone reads it and they're like, "Oh, that was uncalled for." Thirty thousand. It's like, no, my yo, my favorite interview ever, Richard Sherman. Yeah. And yeah, I know Aaron Andrews. It, it was bad how like she was in the middle of it, but also like, yo, he just made the. They're going to the Super Bowl because of that play mm-hmm. against a guy that was talking mad shit about him. And the first thing you do is, "Hey, Richard, what do you think about mm-hmm. that play?" As I knock over my bobbleheads. See, wasn't me. What do you want him to say? Exactly. Give you That's a PC what? answer? It's like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm fucking fired up. Like, yo, fuck that guy, man. He ain't shit. He's talking all that shit about me. Now you're watching from home. Yeah. What did you think of their um their celebration? Yo, Minnesota hasn't done anything <laughs> since what? Oh, 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 03, oh, 04? Yeah. Like Garnett? The last time they made the playoffs, I think, was that Jimmy Butler year, and they got waxed in the first round. So it's cool, man. It's a playing game. It was like a college mm-hmm. atmosphere. I'm for it. All right. It's all right. All right. Cool. Not, not too bad. How about you? Nah, like, I understand now. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, what is everyone doing? They was acting like it was, like, a ch- the championship. But, yeah, I, I respect it. If the Warriors did that, I'd be like, all right, fam. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. if if Giannis does that, I'd be like, all right, yo. Mm-hmm. But for a young team like that, they haven't accomplished anything in so long. Yeah. Towns has heard it, too, about not being a guy who could deliver. And it's like it was a cool moment. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun, uh, fun matchup. You know, Anthony Edwards is a beast. Yeah, know? I think like Cat is the guy, but I think Anthony is like the future. Like he's gonna be a beast, and it's gonna be fun seeing him like go at like Ja and like Desmond Bain in this series. Yeah, so I think he's gonna be like one of the best breakout performers. For so sure, we'll man. For sure, this, this this series is fun because it's two teams that. I don't want to say are carbon copies of each other, but they are similar in like they're young teams. Mm-hmm. They're teams that we haven't really seen in the playoffs. And it'll be a fast pace back and forth. I think both teams do what the other team uh, doesn't do well. So like transition offense and stuff. But I think Memphis is... I got Memphis going all the way to the conference finals. Mm. I got right. them. So I'm very, very high mm-hmm. on the Grizzlies. And I want to be early to the parade. Then, gotcha. I, so you want to be on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think this is going to continue from them. And I think only the Cavs exceeded their win total more than them. right? So this is a team that people were saying a potential play-in to be in the two-seat. Yeah. So I think we're just early to the party. I think the Grizzlies will be – they're going to go on a run. Yeah, I think – I'm going to have to pick them in. I think the Timberwolves still a game or two. So I think this is my favorite answer for each series, it sounds like, but like in six. six? Go Grizzly six. Yeah, I'm going to go Memphis in five. Yeah, I can see that too. And uh, they got a lot of depth, man. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes it might be a bad thing. Like I think Atlanta, one of the big issues with Atlanta is they got too many guys that they can rely on. Yeah. Like sometimes it's good where it's the old Mike D'Antoni thing. I got mm-hmm. eight guys. I'm going going mm-hmm. down with the ship. You're all playing 35 plus <laughs> minutes and that's it. You're the ninth man off yeah. the bench. My bad, yo. Regular mm-hmm. season only. 
But I think Memphis is there's something special going on in Memphis. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see like how far like Ja takes it, like his evolution. Yeah, so and this, this is a, this this is a big thing for him. If he wants to be in that category mm-hmm. with these big guys and big names, like yep. you got to have your run. Mm-hmm. And I think I think he's gonna. I'm I'm fascinated by them. I really am. Nuggets and Warriors. What's your biggest storyline here? It depends on Steph's health. Yeah. Um, he was on Draymond's podcast, and he said he was trying to get back for game one. So it depends on that. Like, if he comes back game one, it's over. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think they could win that series even without him being 100%. Yeah. They can, but it will probably be tough. Like, it's going to be, like, a battle. But if they have Steph and, like, Clay's came, like, his return – um, he's been playing really well these past few weeks. And Poole also. Yeah, Poole. Um, yeah, and then Draymond as well. So it's like if they have all of them together, like Jokic by himself can't do it. Yeah, and yeah. I also feel like they had to play so many of their guys because they were shorthanded, mm-hmm. not having Porter, not having Murray. So their, guy, their guys might be tired, man. And yeah. I hate using that as an excuse, but I feel like they've logged a lot of minutes. Yeah. Like, their starters are up. I think they're the they're in the top eight as far as, like, minutes that their starters have played in the mm-hmm. league. And may, maybe even higher, too. And Jokic, high usage, bro. He's going to get his. No he's going to get his. No matter yeah, what. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone's going to love Bones Highland. <laughs> I think he's going to step up and do his thing. Uh, but I think the Warriors, like, have it. It's like... It, Especially if Steph is healthy. Mm. Yeah, if Steph is healthy, him. I think I think it's a it might yeah. even be a sweep. Yeah. I think there's too much firepower mm-hmm. to keep up if you're if you're Denver. And I know it's a hard place to play. Like teams do struggle when they go into Denver because yeah. of a high altitude. But I think I think it's too much. Curry's mm-hmm. health is is what I put as for for the whole playoffs. Like if exactly. he comes back and he's healthy, that's a team that you really gotta take serious. Yeah. Like if Clay continues to play like he's he's been playing the, these past few days, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. I'm going to go Curry healthy. I'm going sweep. I'll say with Curry healthy, five. Five? five. Yeah. All right. We got Suns versus either Clippers or Pelicans. <laughs> Again, a little bit similar to, to like the Heat discussion. But I think Phoenix, man, they're my pick. Yeah. and To go I'm, to the finals or like just like. I think series? to win the whole thing. Okay. Um, I know they're the favorite, so I'm not really giving you a hot take. Mm-hmm. But I like how all year, all offseason, people were trying to find, all right, who's this year's version of the Heat and the bubble? Who's this year's version of Phoenix? I'm like, why can't Phoenix be yeah. the same version, mm-hmm. right? And they're even better now. Like, they finished with the best record. Uh, they were able to not completely fall apart when Chris Paul mm-hmm. went down. Booker is like I love watching Booker too. He's another one, but I also like a lot of it, like Cam. Cam mm-hmm. Johnson's dope. Bridges is awesome. Aiton has his moments where I'm like, yo, he's even on the floor, and I'm like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. But they got a lot of depth. They're battle tested also, and I think the Suns. If I had to say, they probably lose three games the whole Western Conference playoffs. Wow. I think they're that good. They're that's, that that's dominant. A big one. Um, yeah, I think they run through any of the first round like teams they might play uh but yeah i'm with you like i think i'm trying to say like i don't want it to be like another like rematch between the bucks and the suns but it just in my mind it's like that's the only thing i see right now yeah. like those team in the finals but i'll pick the suns i'll be with you 
I'll roll with you on that. I just love their um, commodity, like just them all together, like CP, Cam Johnson, um, Campaign, Devin Booker, Aiton. But the biggest thing last year was that they didn't have like any big men like that. You know, they have like JaVale, like someone like Bismack Biombo. Like guys, people are not going to talk about them, but that's what they lacked in last year's playoffs because like as soon as they took Aiton out, it was over. Fall apart, yeah. Yeah, but now they have like those big men that could come in and grab some minutes, so. Yeah, and also just grab minutes, rest Aiton. Also, yeah. Aiton gets into foul trouble because that's going to happen. That's inevitable. Like, it's just going to, you know, you're just going to fall like Deontay Murray. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. He had three fouls with like 10 minutes left in the second quarter. I was like, yeah. damn, bro. And some of them were just like, why are you trying to contest that shot? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing there? It's just weird. But to me, I'm with you, bro. And that's, that's kind of how I want to end the show. Like, I know the NFL, the NFL, so many people bet on it. Fantasy, red zone is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's once a week. People love it, right? But for so long, the same teams were winning the AFC. Mm-hmm. It was like Big Ben, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady. No one had a problem when the Patriots win the Super Bowl every year. Like people were still watching it. No one really complained about it. But in the NBA, when it was Warriors, Cavs, when it was Miami, People are like, ah, it's, you know, why am I going to watch all yeah. year? It's like, well, why are you watching the NFL? Like, you know who's going to mm-hmm. win the divisions. You know who's going to mm-hmm. be in the playoffs. Like, what's the difference? But the history of the league is like, yo, the entire 80s, from 1980 to ninety, Celtics, Celtics, Lakers were in the finals. Mm-hmm. And that was like the golden era, right? And then come into the 90s, it's like it was all MJ and the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Rockets teams, and then the Spurs come in, and the Lakers come in. It's like... Yo, this is how the NBA's always been. Yeah, it's not not that many teams have won the finals, really. Like different like teams. Like, you know, the Spurs, then the Warriors, you got the Cavs at their run. Miami, um, back in the day. So it's it's kind of the same. Yeah, it's, it's always been like that. Yeah. So when you say that you see Phoenix and Milwaukee, I'm with you too. Yeah. Like that's that's the one that I see mm-hmm. also. I yeah. can't get it out of my head. I think it's gonna be a rematch. And to me, the the only team I could see being interesting in the East. I love Miami. They're the one seed. Everything's going to go through South Beach. The Miami flu, I've talked about it <laughs> a lot. I had a, um, my friend Chris, when I was out in Vegas, he was talking about the Vegas flu. And it's the same thing where, like, dudes go out to South Beach and you're down there for four or five days. You're not just going to be in your hotel, bro. In the end yeah, of the day, true. it's Miami for mm-hmm. them also, right? So... I think they have a great home court advantage. They have one of the best records, like, all time. I know mm-hmm. they've only been around since, like, 88, I think, was when their first season was. But Miami is its a tough place to play as far as, like, all the other shit. Maybe the crowds get a mm-hmm. little heat because they leave early and whatnot, those famous clips. But it's an environment that Miami strives in. So I got it. If I had to pick a conference finals, yeah. I got Miami and the Bucks. Okay. I got Memphis and the Suns, bro. I just can't see the Grizzlies making it that far yet, but I'm not. I won't be surprised if it does happen. Though. So they would play. They would play the winner of. They would play Golden State. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not gonna count out Golden State. So that's where the moment might be too big, mm-hmm. like going up against Golden yeah. State, where they're battle tested mm-hmm. and and they've experienced all that. So I, like for me, it's is is the moment too big for Memphis? Is not just in this series; it's throughout the whole. Because you're going to have to run into one of these teams that mm-hmm. have been there, done that. Yeah. I'm not ready to put them over the, the Warriors, especially if Steph is healthy. So you like got Suns-Warriors, Western Conference Finals? Yeah. 
So could definitely see that happening. And then in the East, oh, man, it would have to be Bucks and Heat, right? Like, or is that the matchup I'm trying to see? The Bucks would play Nets Celtics. Nets Celtics, okay. Again in the second round. Okay. Wow. So I could definitely see the Heat making that run. I don't know, but I'm gonna go with a rematch though. If I think I... the Heat of all those teams, the Heat have the easiest path to mm-hmm. a conference finals. Okay. That's also because I'm so off Philly. Like I, even when they made the trade, yeah. I'm like, yo. I don't think they're 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 not gonna go that far. They, nah. They just don't. Um, I want the Nets to like make it. Um, I think that would just be good for like television. <laughs> like the fan in me wants to watch like KD and Kyrie in the finals. Yeah. Go against anyone. So we'll see. It's gonna be fun, man. It's really gonna be fun. Game start on Saturdays. It's another cool thing, like in the first round, like games start at like one o'clock on the weekends yeah. and we got the whole shit going on. Uh so Suns versus Bucks, right? For today. I might switch my answer later on, but right now, yeah. Suns versus Bucks. I'm pretty sure I said that was gonna be the finals at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. And uh, I think I'm gonna stick with that. Until proven otherwise. Like yeah. why would I back out mm-hmm. now, right? But I think I might have to I have to see like how teams are playing. Like in the first round. Well, it's sure. it's fascinating now to see what guys are gonna take that next step or like hit that other gear. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Hey man, you're the man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, still waiting. I think this is like four episodes we've done together, and I'm still waiting on a pair of sneakers. <laughs> but uh, it's cool, I definitely bro. forgot again. <laughs> you're giving me your time. I okay, definitely forgot. That's okay, for more. Yeah, uh, I got yo, you. Tell the people where they can find you, bro. Yeah, uh, Jarrell Harris at Twitter. Um, J A R R E L Harris. Um, same thing for Instagram. And then uh, you can also follow Sunday Watch Club if you ever want to come Let's out and go. hoop. Let me know. Let's go, man. <laughs> hey, at Nick Day is 10 as you can find me. At Veterans Minimum as you can find everything for the show. And we will catch you guys next time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.